Monday. This is Tabata from Teen Advisors with a moment of inspiration to get your week going. You guys, this week we have a super special guest, Ellie Scott. Ellie, do you want to say hi and introduce yourself? Hi everyone, I'm Ellie Scott. I'm a ninth grader at Columbus High and I'm so excited to be here. Yes. And Ellie, how long have you been a part of our programs? I've been a part of Teen Advisors for three years. Awesome. So Velocity for 7th and 8th grade and now ninth grade Elevate. That's awesome. So you guys, we know that uh, Christmas is coming this week and we are so excited about that. And Ellie actually wanted to share a little bit about Advent and what Advent means to her. So I am going to let her share what God placed on her heart. We've been doing this for several years, but at my church, we have always celebrated Advent with a series of themed messages accompanied by the lighting of the candles. The season of Advent includes the four Sundays leading up to Christmas. And the first Sunday of this year, we lit the candle of hope, and we spoke of God's consistency and our confidence in who He is. The second Sunday, we lit the candle of peace and looked at how the prophet Haggai foretold of the coming Messiah. On the third Sunday of Advent, we lit the candle of joy. To focus on this theme of joy, I'd like to read to you what Paul says on personal contentment in Philippians 4, 10-13. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you have renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you have been concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any in every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, live, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do anything through him who gives me strength. In these verses, Paul is saying that joy doesn't come from our circumstances or situations. People often confuse happiness and joy. Happiness comes from a temporary situation or reward. It works interchangeably with sadness and is fading. Joy comes from somewhere else and is much more lasting. Joy comes from our relationship with the Lord. The joy of the Lord is the natural result of living a life that is pleasing in God's sight. Living in a way that is pleasing in God's sight will result in the satisfaction of ourselves. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. If we are doing things that do not fall into these categories, we should not focus our time on them. The challenge of the Christian faith is obedience in the face of what God has told us to do. We also need to be dedicated in our prayer and thanksgiving. We have to make our time with God a priority. And the final most challenging of the things we need to do is be gracious to others without compromise. Many times in the Bible, it tells us to be gracious to others. In Luke 6:31, it says, Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Matthew 22:39 says, Love your neighbor as yourself. When we are convicted in doing what God has revealed that we should be doing, that is where we will experience the joy of the Lord. Being faithful in our new identity in Christ is what we should seek above all else. Joy only comes from nearness to God, so we should seek to be near Him in the way we treat others and the way we act. I'd like to challenge you this week to be intentional in the way you act as you seek the joy of the Lord. Mm, that was so good. I love that so much. And I love that um, when you were reading that, the thought that came to mind is that verse that says obedience is better than sacrifice. And just how, you know, the Lord isn't looking for us to be perfect. He's just looking for us to be obedient, whatever that looks like and whatever instruction that he gives us. And I love that you said, you know, that joy comes from being obedient. 
that's so powerful to think about that. Like we can walk in joy and know that um, we're a bringing God joy, but we're also joyful ourselves because we know that we're doing the right thing. And so I love that so much, Ellie. That was excellent. So, so good. And I love that you talked about the candles. Um, You said the first week it was hope. The second week was peace. And the third week was joy. So what is next week? Next week is love. And then after that, the candle is either purity or Christ. And I know in other churches are called different things, such as the candle of the angel, the candle of the shepherd. But the tradition is the same, no matter what you call it and how you focus on that. I love that so much. I love the thought of Advent and focusing on the hope that we have in the celebration of Jesus and and his coming, right? Um, That brings me so much joy. So Ellie, I'm so thankful for you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today and share your heart and share with us your experience with Advent and what that looks like to you. And do you want to remind them of our challenge again? So our challenge for this week is to be intentional in the way we seek we seek the Lord and the way we act. I love that. All right, friends. So we hope that you guys have been blessed by this message today. We hope that you'll take the time to share this with somebody that you care about. This has been Teen Advisors with your moment of inspiration, giving you the freedom to live real and really live.